Attention Patriots, Hardliners, and Warriors for Christ, assemble. It's time to get our country back. We will bring the fury. They've crossed that line for the last time, and we will take our country back. So Patriots, Hardliners, Warriors for Christ, are you ready to take your country back? Let's get started. Welcome to His Hardline. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. And I say that because as I look at my analytics here in Podbean, I am seeing a lot more people internationally that are tuning in and downloading the show. And I want to say I appreciate that. I'm seeing we got people from Singapore, Sweden, Iceland, France, uh, UK, got a big download um, group there in UK, Russia. Um, my gosh, India, uh, I'm seeing, uh, an uptick in the, uh, what is it? The United Arab Emirates. I mean, that's pretty cool. Uh, so if you're in those countries, Hey, how you guys doing on the other side of the pond? Hope you all are doing well. It is at least where I'm at in Michigan. It is Thursday, May 19th, 2022. And, um, we're almost to the weekend, ladies and gentlemen, we're almost there. So just hang in there. We're almost there. Um, so today, uh, well, before I even get into what we're going to be talking about today, um, so again, just a couple quick show notes. Please do me the favor and the honors and um, share this podcast far and wide. You can do it on social media, uh, email, via text. Just copy the link, send it out to people. Be like, look, I, I listen to this guy. His name's Jason. He's got this podcast called His Hard Line. Um, he has three different shows. He's got a Bible reading. It's a devotional, about 15, 20 minutes long. He does typically on a daily basis. He's got a his hardline discussion where he talks about things on a little bit more on a deeper level, um, Tuesdays and Thursdays, typically, um, unless something, you know, arises up in my schedule. And then he's also got this thing that he does randomly called a his hardline, you know, his hardline quick look, which is typically more for comic relief, but also kind of gets into the nitty gritty of what other people are looking at, you know, looking at out there on the news and uh, social media, stuff like that. But anyway, but today, Today's title of the show is uh, for the His Hardline discussion is America, Chumps or Champs? And I'm going to get into that here in just a moment on why I asked that. But uh, to start off first, um, so as you maybe some of you have known, I don't know if you uh, listen to some of the other podcasts, but um, so last week we were in Tennessee and uh my wife daughter went uh we went to go visit my mom stepdad stepbrothers so we got a cabin down there in gatlinburg that was pretty fun um so uh, i had some uh i had <laughs> i had some recorded podcasts to make sure that the show didn't go um interrupted and uh when we were in gatlinburg i, I, I feel like i gotta share this story with you guys because it's just so funny <laughs> every time uh, my wife shares a story i get some of my friends are like oh yeah your your wife is telling us about this one place that you went out to eat called dicks 
And I said, yeah, that was pretty fun. You know, so we went to this restaurant. It was called Dick's. Maybe you've heard of it. I think it's called Dick's Last Resort. I think they got a few of them. I think they got one in like Chicago. I think they got one in uh, Las Vegas, maybe. And so if you haven't heard of Dick's, basically what it is, is when you go in there, the waiters and waitresses do everything that a, uh, well, how should I put this? Everything that a waiter and waitress is supposed to do to be a good waiter and waitress, they do the opposite. (laughs) They do the opposite. So like if somebody's leaving the store, they say, okay, bye. Don't come again. Right. Like do stuff like that. But it, so we went there and we sat down and it was very, it was very comical because I didn't know what to expect. And uh, so like they write these, uh, so they get these hats. They almost look like, like cheap little chef hats they make. And, and they, uh, so the waitress, our waitress wrote different things on our hats and then she put them on all of us. So my stepbrother, uh, Dominic, he was to my right. And his hat said, hi, uh, it said, no, I blow bubbles. And then my hat said, hi, I am bubbles. Then my wife, who was sitting to the left of me, (laughs) her her hat said, taking more loads than a washing machine. (laughs) Then my daughter, who's five. All right. I thought she would be exempt from this, but apparently not. I found it funny. Her hat said i should have stayed in the sock <laughs> my mom her hat said retired lot lizard and for those of you out there who don't know what a lot lizard is because some people don't uh, a lot lizard is a truck stop prostitute they go from truck to truck like you know like you would envision a lizard right just creeping and crawling everywhere wherever which way right wherever they can get you know a fly and that's what a lot lizard is. So it's a truck stop pro- uh, prostitute. <laughs> so hers was retired lot lizard. My stepfather, his was, I can't get, the only thing I get up is my blood pressure. <laughs> um, and then uh, my stepbrother on the other side of the table, his was uh, free parking in the rear. So that was kind of fun. Uh, but anyway, but yeah, so, you know, when our drinks came out, uh, our straws still had the paper on them and they were in the drinks. I mean, we're talking stuff like that, right? Like it's part of the act, right? You need, if you need napkins, they come out and they like confetti them all over you and it goes all over the food. doesn't matter what's there. They just, whatever. Well, my stepbrother, Tony Jr., he needed to, uh, he wanted some ranch. So he requested to get some ranch. So she went back and of course, you know, she gives him a hard time. Like, oh, okay, I suppose I'll get you some ranch. Well, she comes back out with the ranch and sets it like on a different table. So he has to get up from the table and go fetch it himself. Uh, Like stuff like that. And I think my mom, she needed silverware. And this was funny because my mom, I don't think she was really feeling this. Like she understood the concept of the restaurant, but I don't think she really liked it. (laughs) She wanted nothing. I don't think she really wanted anything to do with this, but she needed silverware for her, for her meal. And our pot, our, our, our waitress wasn't anywhere to be found. And so she finds another waitress says, excuse me, like, can you, would you mind if um, you brought out uh, some silverware? Um, we don't have any. And I can't remember everything that the lady said, but she looks at my mom. She goes, oh, I don't, I don't care. I'm not your waitress. Like, you know, tough crap, basically, you know, uh, in lesser words, <laughs> the look of my mom's face was comical. Cause she's like, serious. Well, Lo and behold, the waitress that we had must have been watching from a distance. So she came out with her silverware and uh, it was just it was a very interesting, unique um, experience. It, re- it really was very pricey. Uh, I think you pay for the show. 
Um, but it was it was very interesting. I was watching some videos of other people that were, you know, that recorded their experiences. And like there's one guy, he ordered water and his waiter was like, oh, water, big effing spender you are. <laughs> it's like, wow. <laughs> but anyway, so that was fun. Uh, and then we rode uh, on the chairlifts to the top of the mountain, the ski lifts. And we saw uh, a mama bear with three cubs below us, 20 feet below us. That was pretty sweet. Um, and then, yeah, you know, we did other stuff, went to go to the Titanic museum. And then on our way back, uh, back to Michigan, my wife and I, we stopped, uh, for one extra night and we stayed in Kentucky and we went and did the, uh, what's called the Ark Encounter. Uh, it's right there kind of near, you know, the, uh, Kentucky border, Ohio border. And that was pretty cool. You got to see like a real, like to scale sized, um, Ark, like from Noah's day. Right. So that was really neat. So yeah, we had a pretty interesting trip. So, um, just kind of felt like the need to kind of share a little bit about that, but kind of get into a little bit more, uh, different topics here. So earlier I was reading on telegram, uh, Jordan Sather. I don't know if you heard of him, but go maybe subscribe to his channel. He, he's very interesting because he calls out a lot of the bull crap out there. And he posted earlier saying, uh, and this is what he writes comments on one of Simon Park's latest videos aren't happy with him. He was essentially chastising his audience in his video, telling them it's their fault. Nothing has happened by now. Why? When these clowns make grandiose claims like they do based off nothing, it's going to take a mental toll on people who consume their content and believe them. How some of these video creators act is not okay. They don't really give a, not my words, his words. They don't really give a shit about you. How many people are they manipulating? Hundreds of thousands, if not millions. And he's right. This is why I stopped. I, I like I said, I used to listen to like 22, 23, 24 different voices out there. And now it's dwindled down to like a couple. But like some of the comments on uh, on on Simon Park's uh, channel, uh, like this one two days ago, this one uh, girl says, I get tired of Charlie telling us he's not worried a bit about the timing of course he's not he's had millions for years and bought everything he's ever wanted all i need is money to fix my house up before it falls down around me those of us who never game the system and live simply need to be freed from financial disaster now and she's absolutely right another one this trudy she writes two days ago, I'm so disappointed that for the last two years, I have invested my heart and soul in you, Charlie, Mel, and many others. I have kept the faith. I have stayed strong. I have trusted the plan for what? It's always going to happen or watch this space or I have it from the people at the top, but it never happens. I'm so very, very sad to say I can't do this anymore. I don't know who to believe. I think if there really were white hats working behind the scenes and Navy SEALs rescuing children from dumbs, surely something would come to light or an emergency broadcast would be made to enlighten those who are still. And I got to say, I understand the sentiment that Trudy holds because I was there. I have a little bit of a different um, perspective now. Um, but I'm not going to get into that right now. I have definitely a different perspective that's based on facts that um, I know to be true. And there are white hats out there. Um, kind of a silly name. I hate the term white hats because I think it cheapens it. But um, there really are operations, though, we'll just say, that are ongoing. 
um, that are relevant. Um, here's another comment from a Nicole. It really ticks me off to hear you say that the white hats need to see more from the people. We are the victims. If we do anything, we lose our jobs, homes, friends, family, get thrown in jail or worse. We have been suffering for decades. We need to know support will be there and we won't be left strangling, uh, uh, stranded in the wind. We need to see more action from the white hats. Step up. And then Eliza says, and this is the last one I'll read. It's infuriating to me that I'm being told to do more to bring about change. I'm working to survive. I only have time to eat and sleep between work and live paycheck to paycheck. What else can I do? Love watching you. Thanks. And this is just kind of a sample of what people are feeling right now. Those who are awake understand what the hell is going on out there. They do. But I think a lot of people are growing more and more frustrated because things aren't happening overnight like they expected to. And I get it. I was there. Believe me, there's nothing more I want than to see things happen. But listen, there are tribunals going on. You don't have to believe me, and that's fine. Don't take my word for it. It will come out. With the assembly... We've put out what's called a list of 21 requisitions. I'm not going to get into details on it. I was told I was able to speak uh, in general, broad terms about it. And yes, I know that doesn't give anybody any type of help in the actual details. I get it. But there are people out there, and I think Jordan Sather, believe it or not, was one of them, saying, well, the military can't be doing tribunals because that would be unlawful and illegal because it would not be known by the American people, and that should not be, you know, that that would be wrong. Well, he's right. However, just because the majority of people in the populated United States, continental United States of America don't know about it doesn't mean that there is still isn't a segment of the American people that don't know about it and had and and it doesn't mean that they weren't the ones that put out the orders because the American people that are in assembly are the ones that put out those orders. We have control of the military. But you got to remember the mainstream media is your enemy. They're public enemy number one. They're the ones hiding the truth. They're the ones spreading propaganda. They don't want you understanding what's going on in the background. They don't want they don't want you understanding the knowledge of what the assemblies are they don't want you knowing that if you assemble your states and if you get three quarters of the states that that's when true change happens listen you hear michael flynn general mike flynn talk about all the time local action brings about federal change right you want to bring change on the federal level you got to get involved on your local level that's all there is to it and it's happening with or without you but with you will be a much easier and a quicker process you want to know how you do that? Go to www.national-assembly.net. Every Thursday, as a matter of fact, today at 9 p.m., there is a call. There is a conference call number. doesn't need a code. You can call in there. There's a Q&A. Find out what states are assembled, if yours is or isn't. See if your county's assembled. Find out who's in your local area. Get involved. It's very easy to figure this stuff out. If you don't have the wherewithal to do your own research and figure out what's going on in your local state, then you're not our people. I'm just going to be flat out blunt with you. I'm not going to sit here and coddle you and walk you and hold your hand to the website and tell you what link to go to and where to find your state under the forums. I'm not going to do that. 
we need people who can think. We need people who have fortitude and who actually are willing to freaking go forward and forge forward to bring about change because the writing of coattails is over. I hope I made myself clear on that. Now, listen, here's the thing. You're not going to get coddling here at this channel. We're about solutions. How do we get back to self-governance? Well, it's very easy. I talk about it just about practically every show other than the 1% or less with him because that's strictly you know, Bible readings. Now, here's another thing. I read this on the uh, on Telegram, on Where We Go, One We Go, All Telegram channel. And it's very interesting. I'm going to read this. This is what they posted. Under Trump, your take-home pay got higher. The border got safer. Your small business made more. Your gas stayed cheaper. That's an understatement. North Korea dropped their threat of nuclear tax. Troops came home. Middle East peace deals were flying. Your taxes stopped getting sent to Europe, NATO, UN, WHO, and the Paris Climate Accord. Your grocery store was overstocked. You actually had baby formula on the shelves. Your 401k did shoot up. And you had a president who talked to the American people every day. Hashtag full transparency. Doesn't seem so bad to me. And it doesn't. But yet you got these liberal lefties out there and these rhino Republicans that like to jump up and down and hyperventilate and, you know, crawl into a little safe space. And like, I don't like the way he's talking. He is such an abrasive man. He, he, someone needs to take his Twitter account from him. He, did, can you believe what he said? Oh my God. Grow up, Karen. That's all I got to say. Get over it. But these people have no idea. Like, I, like you hear these people on Telegram now and like other social media outlets, like, oh, I'll pay, I'll gladly pay the $5 a gallon because we have a great president in office. No, shut up. All right, just shut up. Like, these people make so many excuses, fight, you know, like, oh, the reason, you know, I, it's okay we have a food shortage. It's, it's okay babies are starving. There's no more formula out there. It's okay that we're paying six, seven, eight, ten dollars a gallon for gas. But you know what? America's doing really good, ladies and gentlemen. I'm so happy to be an American. Blah blah blah. Joe Biden is such a great president. No, come on, get real, get real. Nobody's saying that. So it brings me to the topic: America, chumps or champs. Now, I posted something like this. Uh, I posted a post that had something to do with this on my Telegram channel. In fact, I'm actually reading what I had posted to a degree. Now, but why, why do I ask this question? Americans, chumps or champs? You know, decade after decade... We send troops to defend and fight for other countries and secure their borders while ours are wide open. Yet we'll, we are the ones infiltrated by unknown migrants in the, south, in the South. Some, many, smuggling fentanyl, killing Americans in a soft, quiet, and covert way. But hey, we're going overseas and protecting the borders of other Middle Eastern nations and other nations around the world. That's okay. 
but yet we send billions upon billions overseas to help people in other countries while the very people in our own nation struggle. They starve, they suffer homelessness, and they commit suicide in a lot of cases because they feel like there's no way out. We help secure elections and institute proper elections in other countries, while at the same time, our own election process is the worst than, the, than that of a third world country. I mean, what's up with that? We ship food and other relief efforts to other countries while many starve within our own borders. Our jobs are taken and outsourced overseas. Our dependence partially is embedded in the buying of products from overseas. And yet we have many Americans struggling to make an honest living wage and able to buy solid products made here in the USA. I don't know if you know this, but food production has higher standards overseas. And actually some of the food that we consume here in this country are actually considered illegal to import and consume in Europe. What's that tell you? We're brainwashed, we're manipulated, we're ignorant, we're stupid. All of this is done through the theft of our tax dollars, which is pilfered from our pockets, funneled to NDC, then Puerto Rico, and then is distributed to the British Royal Crown in London. Yeah, our tax dollars don't go to us. We are the chumps of the world. We're not champs. And we the people are looked at as stupid Americans by the rest of the elite and the world governments because the rest of the world knows that we are, in, we are enslaved as the world's, and I'm just going to say it for what it is, people see us as enslaved as the world's bitch to be used and abused however they see fit. Let's face it. I apologize for the, for the language, but that's how we are. That's what we are. And yet we, we do nothing about it. When do we stay up and say no more? Seriously, when do we stand up and say no more? It's time to be that bastion of freedom. It's time that we become the world champs again. It's time that we get Christ back in our hearts. It's time that we place God at the top of that throne and worship him again, not man. Again, join your local county and state assembly. This is how we become champs again. It's a corrupt system. You know, and speaking of system, I'm going to play something that I thought was very interesting. You should hear it. It's very, very, uh, What's well, it's, it's eye-opening. Now, I don't know. I'm not a huge rap person. Not anymore. I used to be when I used to DJ. There's a rapper by the name of Tom McDonald. Maybe you've heard of him. Now, Tom McDonald raps about a lot of controversial things. I mean, more controversial than that of Eminem, believe it or not. But he actually raps about real topics, real subjects. He's got this one song called Welcome to the System, or it's called The System. I'm going to play it, but listen to it. Listen to the words if you can keep up because he's not wrong. And then we're going to come back here and I'm going to talk about a few more things with regards to all these freebies we give around the world. But listen to this song because it's so um, impactful with where we're at in this nation. Here it is. Tom McDonald, The System. 
Welcome to the world, baby boy, I'll paint you red and white and blue The indoctrination starts as soon as you come out the womb Pretty quick, we'll make you stupid with curriculums at school And if the classroom doesn't do the trick, we'll make you watch the news Pick your team, right or left, pick the red pill or the blue You can vote, but even if you win, still everyone will lose Don't forget to buy designer, because Gucci makes you cool We prioritize material belongings over truth Get a job that you can't stand so you can buy some cans of food Go overseas and die for freedom, there's some oil we can use Our democracy exists so that you think that you can choose But our algorithms make you do what we want want you to do what's the problem you're depressed society has you confused we got medication for you that you'll probably abuse go get married to a lady who also don't have a clue and pump out a few babies that are just the same as you welcome to the system everyone's a victim doesn't matter if you're black or white it hates you all here inside the system violence is a symptom fighting for what's right but somehow everyone is wrong welcome to the system everyone's a victim doesn't matter if you're black or white it hates you all the system, violence is a symptom Fighting for what's right, but somehow everyone is wrong Welcome to the world, baby girl, I'll paint you pink if that's okay We'll encourage self-destruction through the music that you play We divided all the men by trying politics and race And honestly, it's working awesome, so for you, we'll do the same Never teaching you to love yourself, inject you full of hate Objectify your sexuality, then blame you for the rape And weaponize the differences that make our men and women great Then just to screw with you, erase the genders Everyone's the same We'll empower you with rights to vote and fight for equal pay Then have the men turn into women and you'll fight for them again But you thought you had it figured out, but everything has changed Welcome to the system Please enjoy your stay. Here's a Bible and a bottle of the cheapest booze we make. Find a man who can take care of you to fill the holes we made. Buy a house and settle down, fulfill your duty, procreate, and make a couple babies who will also do the same. Welcome to the system, everyone's a victim. Doesn't matter if you're black or white, it hates you all. Here inside the system, violence is a symptom. Fighting for what's right, but somehow everyone is wrong. Welcome to the system, everyone's a victim. Doesn't matter if you're black or white, it hates you all. Here inside the system, violence is a symptom. Fighting for what's right, but somehow everyone is wrong. Welcome to the world, everybody. I'ma paint you black and white. I'ma make you hate each other so that everyone will fight. I'ma give you our religion, let the righteous find the light. But I will also give you science to oppose the word of Christ. And I'ma give you borders, they're imaginary lines. If you cross them, go to war and win when everybody dies. And I'ma give you money that you'll value more than life. And let the 1% have everything while you fight to survive. And then I'll give you politics, I'll call it left and right. And while you divide yourselves, I will conquer both the sides. Can't you see? I'm the system, my whole purpose is divide. What you choose will never matter because every Everything is mine. Welcome to the system, everyone's a victim. Doesn't matter if you're black or white, it hates you all. Here inside the system, violence is a symptom. Fighting for what's right, but somehow everyone is wrong. Welcome to the system, everyone's a victim. Doesn't matter if you're black or white, it hates you all. Here inside the system, violence is a symptom. Fighting for what's right, but somehow everyone is wrong. Welcome to the system, everyone's a victim. Doesn't matter if you're black or white, it hates you all. Here inside the system, violence is a symptom. Fighting for what's right, but somehow everyone is wrong. Now, if that doesn't explain in straight up detail i mean that's straight up honest truth that he was spitting out right there that ladies and gentlemen is what we have in this nation we have a system that brainwashes us we have a system that tries to confuse us we have a system that puts propaganda down our throats on a daily basis not just on news but in schools i mean i just heard a story today i think it was on glenn beck as a matter of fact that this lady, I think it was a school district in Wisconsin, that a 13-year-old boy in middle school got a call. His mom got a call from the school saying, hey, 
we need to speak with you because your son, um, he is going to be, uh, he, he's in trouble basically because, um, he, uh, what was it? Um, for sexual harassment, right? Sexual harassment. That's what it was. And at first she was like appalled to us. Oh my God. Like, I, I just can't believe this. Right. Like she's running through all the scenarios in her mind of what her son could have done. And, and like, she was like, I, I just, you know, I hope he didn't touch anybody wrong, blah, 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 right. And, 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 and the superintendent, whoever was calling her was like, no, 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 no. Like he, he called a girl by the wrong pronoun. And she laughed at first. She goes, this has got to be a joke. <laughs> and, and he, and of course the superintendent's like, well, no, this is no joke. Like we need to discuss this. I mean, this is where we're at, ladies and gentlemen. This is the world we're living in. I mean, you really think that we are a nation of champs when we have a school system that promotes this bull crap? No, 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 no. I mean, this goes way beyond just money and freebies that go overseas. I mean, we're talking about a a a uh, an infiltration from within to destroy this nation. But yet people, I don't want to say even turn a blind eye to it because you can't turn a blind eye to something that you just are willfully, you know, ignorant on. And again, there's a lot of brainwashing that's going on, but (sighs) I need to recollect my thoughts for a minute because I tell you, this this is the lunacy that we are witnessing and seeing happen in our nation. And if we don't get ahead of this with returning back to self-governance within our assemblies, we, we will lose this nation for, well, we're, we'll, let's just put it this way. Our future generations are in for a very shitty future. I mean, what they just pe- tried passing a bill. What? I, I don't even know if they passed it or not. Cause I don't really pay too much close attention, but what the Biden quote unquote administration, they, what they want to send 40 billion overseas to help Ukraine. Why? We give more foreign aid than any other country in the world. I don't know if you knew that. Why is that? Like I said earlier, we help secure borders. Then, you know, we we help secure borders of other nations, but yet we leave them open in our own nation, except under Trump, of course. Why? Why? You know, why? Here's something you probably didn't know. In fiscal year 2019, 23 U.S. federal agencies reported that they spent $12.2 billion of the U.S. taxpayer dollars on international organizations. Why? 25 of those international organizations received a combined $11 billion, and 21 of those 25 took home $100 million each. Why? Forty-eight out of fifty U.S. states received fewer federal dollars than Washington sent to other countries in fiscal year 2018. Forty-seven billion. Why? World Food Program. We sent 2.6 billion in fiscal year 2019. The United Nations High Commissioner for Refugees received 1.7 in 2019 from us. Uh, the United Nations Peacekeeping received 1.46 billion in 2021 for dues and 10.26 
billion, yeah, billion with a B, over the last six years. The UN International Children's Fund took in $833 million in 2020, $5.9 billion in U.S. funding over 14 years. Oh, wait a minute. It doesn't stop there. The UN regular budget is $685.5 million for fiscal year 2021 for dues, but yet $2.5 billion went over to them in the last three years. Why? Who? The World Health Organization. They got $230 million so far in fiscal year 2021. $4.1 billion in U.S. funding over 14 years. Why the hell are they getting our money? The UN Relief Works Agency in Palestine aid got $150 million. Now, I get it. $150 million is technically a drop in the bucket when you consider everything that's, you know, what we put out there. But still, $150 million can feed a lot of homeless veterans here in the United States. As I'm looking at the chat board here, I see we got Brenda. Hi, Brenda. Oh, down there in the Georgia Assembly. I tell you what, you guys are rocking it out down there, by the way. Let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen, about the Georgia Assembly. They, they're they going balls to the wall down there. They, I mean, we, we got a lot of states that are forming their assemblies. And I believe we're, we're almost there. We're going to get our 38 states. In fact, no, cancel that. We're going to get our 50 states. We are going to get our 50 states. And again, it's going to happen easier and quicker with your help, ladies and gentlemen. We you need we need the participation of the American people. But it, Georgia is getting after it down there. And you know what? I think what I might do one of these days, I might go on the uh, I might look up their uh, their public notice that they put out because it is on the blog on the National Assembly dot net website. I'm going to read that because and and every every state is different with their public notice, but it's. When you put a public notice out there, ladies and gentlemen, that's basically you putting out notice to the world. Hey, this is what we're doing. We are reclaiming our sovereignty and we are bringing back, um, we are getting back to self-governance. And this is our declaration, basically. And so you put that out to the governors. You put that out to the, you know, the the attorney uh, generals, right? You, you put this out to every, you know, every uh, outlet in your state. And then you also run publications on the, you know, on a national uh, paper, international. And there's a process. I did a show on it called the 10 Steps to the Assembly. It's actually pretty simple, but there is work involved. But I will say that, you know, Georgia, there, there is something, there is something magical going on down there. Um, they haven't, they, they haven't been in assembly very long, but they are, they're getting after it. Um, we're trying, um, I'd like to see states like Florida take after Georgia. In fact, a lot of states need to take after Georgia because they're, they're, they're not only gaining members, but they had, they, they got a system in place. And we talked about them actually in our Michigan uh, state calls and, you know, and, and I don't want to get into too much detail about what we talk about in the calls because that's kind of a, a no-no. And so I got to be very careful in what I say. But at the end of the day, Georgia is getting it done. Okay. And again, anybody out there, if you're in a state, you're not sure exactly if your state is situated or not, go, you, again, go to national-assembly.net. It's very simple. If you got a phone or you got a desktop computer, www.national hyphen that's a little dash assembly.net you go find um i think it's the uh it's the forum 
click find your forums and you can start a free account on there. Okay. So you can post a, uh, a thread on the forums, find your state because it's categorized by state. And I believe by counties within each state, start a thread. If a thread isn't already started, find out who's in your local area. Okay. If nothing else, join the conference call. There's a Q and a every Thursday, 9 PM. You don't have to be a member. Call the number. You'll find it on a national-assembly.net site. And join the Q&A. Find out who's in your local area. We are about results, ladies and gentlemen. No more complaining about the government, okay? In fact, there's no more government. The corporation is dissolved. It's bankrupt, okay? Thanks to a certain man by the name of Destry who got this initiated and then obviously at the hands of many other patriots that participated in, uh, in this, but basically in a nutshell, the assembly as a whole, we're able to get the act of 1871 voided out. Do you know how big that is? Ladies and gentlemen, that's huge. That took the power away from the queen. Why do you think you see articles out there of the queen being asked to abdicate her throne in honor of her son, Prince Charles or whatever the hell his name is. I don't know. I don't follow the Royals. Don't care. They lost their power. The people of the world are getting their sovereignty back. Back to the topic of America, Americans, chumps or champs. Listen, the federal government argues that the aid that we hand out is necessary to maintain good diplomatic relations assist allies and encourage pro-American sentiment abroad. Yeah, I bet they are pro-America, more like pro-pilfer America at the ignorance and stupidity of the American people. We are getting screwed, ladies and gentlemen. And when the assemblies, when we get back to self-governance, that crap stops. The American taxpayer dollars flow to so many entities and individuals that have nothing to do with those reasonable goals. And as with the federal spending, billions of taxpayer dollars are wasted each year in fraud and abuse. And we are going to see these criminals, mark my words, we will see these criminals in front of a de jure grand jury for all these crimes committed against we the people in this nation and for the crimes they've committed against humanity around the world. What do you think this whole big scuttlebutt is all about with Ukraine? You think that's about Russia invading and taking Ukraine over? No. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are on board with the narrative that the mainstream media is peddling out there, that the Ukraine is getting, is the big bad, vi you know, they're the victim, right? They're the victim of old Ruskies next door. No, 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 no. They are not the victims. They are the, they are the Satan of the world. And I hate to break it to you because here's another harsh reality. And I'm not saying this about we, the people in America here or the nation, but the quote unquote government, AKA the corporation. That's the great Satan of the world. We in America here, as far as this government, this corporate government, we are the great Satan next to Ukraine all the money laundering and the child trafficking and all the other sick crimes against humanity that are unspeakable. Uh -huh. 
do you think we are a nation of champs or chumps? Because quite frankly, for the longest time, ladies and gentlemen, we were chumps. We were chumps. We will, we were stupid idiots, ignorant, blind, brainwashed, lazy. But guess what? We can and will become champs. Well, Jason, how, how, how do you, how do you presume we do that? It's very simple. I've been saying this show after show, time after time in each show. Get involved with your county and state assemblies. Listen, it doesn't have to be a full-time job. If you can commit one hour a week, a week, one hour a week to your community. And when I say community, that means your assembly, your county, your local county assembly, your state assembly. If you can commit at least one hour a week, that goes further than you realize. Okay. And if you decide to do more, wonderful. Listen, I, I'll be full transparency. I'm going to tell you right now. I hold no office in the assembly. I got nominated for a few positions. I respectfully declined them. Why? Many reasons. Big reason is because I. I have a very demanding schedule with my day job. I'm trying to create a, uh, what do you want to call it? Create a happy balance between work life, family life, assembly life, home ownership life, right? Because I have a garden. I have a home to maintain. We just built this house two years ago. I'm a truck driver. I put in 12 hours a day. There goes half my day already. Somewhere on the other half of that 12, I got to find some time to sleep and have family time and, and do all the other chores and, um, priorities that I have in my life. And somewhere in there, I got to fit the podcast and the assembly in there. So I declined these positions, these nominations. I realize God gave me a gift. I don't have many gifts, but I believe that the one gift that God gave me was the gift of a big, loud mouth and the gift of not giving a crap what other people think about me. I don't care what people think about me. I speak the truth. You want to call me a Jesus freak or a Bible thumper? That's cool. You want to say that I'm a hypocrite because I like to crack open a few beers and enjoy a margarita on, you know, Cinco de Mayo? That, that's fine. You don't know me. You don't know where my life used to be. I used to be an alcoholic. I used to smoke pot. I was a big, big sinner when I used to be in my DJ life. I DJed for eight and a half years. I lived such a promiscuous life. It wasn't even funny. I watched so much porn, it would make your head spin. Do I do that now? No. I conquered Satan on all those levels, and I throat stomped his butt out of his existence in my life. But when it comes to enjoying a, a brew once in a while, yeah, I like to enjoy a beer. I like to enjoy a margarita, but I don't get hammered like I used to. In fact, I don't like the way it feels. It sucks. I don't like waking up with a headache. But at the end of the day, I forgot where I was going at with all this, but at the end of the day, this is where I'm, here's my point. God gave me a gift. I don't care what people think about me. I will be transparent with everything that I have had and done in my life, where I was at, and where I'm at now. 
I'm trying to use this gift that God gave me to get this information out there. First off, first and foremost, get the word of God out there because that's most important. That goes above, that even goes above the assembly flat out. Because if we don't have God in our heart, if we don't have God in our lives and Christ in our heart, we can't move forward anyway. So until that happens first, you can't move forward in the assembly. We need people that are rooted in Christ, in God, because we were founded on Christian principles in this in this nation. And listen, it, you don't have to be a godly person to be part of the assemblies. If you're an atheist, that's fine. Look, just understand that the foundation of where we're at is biblically principled. It doesn't mean we're going to try to force God down your throats, but if you're pro-freedom, hey, that's good enough for us. That's it. You could be an atheist too. There are good moral morally, you know, moral people out there that are atheists. Absolutely. Just because they don't believe in God means they're a bad person. No. Excuse me. Let me rephrase that word because we try not to use that word person. It doesn't mean that they're a bad man or woman. They just don't believe in the divine power of God. That's fine. But if they believe in freedom and sovereignty, you know what? That man or woman is an ace in my book. I'm looking at the the, the call board. Somebody here, uh, I think it was Brenda, you know, she she was saying it. You know, she's a chief uh, trustee in her state down there in Georgia. She, she has a job, four children. Oh, man, I only have one. That's a lot. And again, one hour a week is very doable. All right? It's, it's very doable. A lot of people always like to make the excuse, well, I don't have time. I'm sorry. We all have the same 24-hour period make time. I bet you you have time to scroll through Facebook. I bet you you have time to go meet up with your friends at Starbucks. I bet you you have time to go do those aerobic classes at the gym. And look, I'm not saying that fitness isn't important. Fitness is. But what, what am I getting at here? There are a lot of things that we do that are extracurriculars that you can dwindle down a little bit so you can make time for the assembly. Because I'm going to tell you right now, your children's future is at stake here. Your grandchildren, your future generation, generations to come. That's why I got involved. Kind of probably a selfish reason, but I don't want to see my daughter get raised. I don't want to see her grow up in a world filled with tyrants, dictators, Nazis, and people that will oppress her and hold her down. I want her to thrive. I want her to live in abundance in a world that is created and in, in, in prosperous under God. I don't care about my life. Listen, I just want my kid and future grandkids, I want them to have the life that I would always dreamed of having. And so to me, that's why I'm working. I'll do this till the day I take my last breath. So we can return back to champs. I know we can. We already are. People just haven't seen that part of it yet. So remember, as it states in Joshua 1.9, I command you, be strong and steadfast. 
Do not fear nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And that's what it means to be a hardliner, ladies and gentlemen. It means we're firm, we're steadfast, and we are uncompromising. And we are warriors for Christ. This is the Lord's fight, and Isaiah 42.13 also reminds us, The Lord goes forth like a warrior, like a man of war. He stirs up his fury, and he shouts out his battle cry. Against his enemies, he shows his might. And that's what we will do here. We will hold his hard line, and we will show his might. I hope you all have a good night. May God bless you. And until then, or the next time, I'm signing off. And we'll be back tomorrow for another 1% or less with him. Have a wonderful, wonderful night. Remember, as it states in Joshua 1.9, I command you, be strong and steadfast. Do not fear nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. I want to say thank you for joining us here at His Heart Line. Come back again, and don't forget to visit our website, www.hisheartline.com. And do us a favor, share this podcast far and wide. We have a lot of work to do, ladies and gentlemen. It's time to get our freedom back. It's time to return God back up at the throne where he belongs. And it's time to get Jesus Christ back in our heart. Thank you for joining us at His Heart Live.